0: One, two, three, four mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. See what happens, Larry
1: Hello everybody. welcome to another edition of Strangers in the Alps podcast. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gabe, and we got Henry over there yelling to the mic. How's it yes. going, Henry? Good. How are you doing, man? I'm pretty good, man. It's uh, been a few few days. Uh, we usually have this routine where we're calling each other every couple of days and you know working this out, but we've both got busy with life, and it seems like even though it's only been a few days, we haven't talked. It seems like forever because we've been doing this pretty consistently now
0: it does which is really crazy because literally we just recorded
1: like what three days ago or something something like that yeah it wasn't that long ago but i guess i'm uh having my what what was that like when a heroin addict has his uh withdrawals his withdrawals yeah i'm having my my henry withdrawals Aw, <laughs> Gabe, i miss you too buddy
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah we talked about doing these uh what did we say about once a week? I think we're going to go for these now. We sure. got our first, yeah, we got our first 10 up. And, uh, after our first 10, we talked about maybe releasing them on a weekly basis or biweekly basis. So we're going to shoot for the weekly. Um, if you guys have any thoughts on that, you know, weekly versus biweekly, how often you want to hear us, feel free to hit us up on social media. Hit us uh, stri- up. Yeah. Let us know, uh, strangers in the Alps. Uh, what's the website? Fuck. Strangers in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> Strangers in the Alps. and all our social media is linked there. We got Twitter, we got Facebook, uh, we got Instagram. So yeah, you guys can get a hold of us any any way you need to.
0: Yeah, and don't listen guys, don't hesitate. Throw if you want to hear us talk about something, throw it out there. Just like the flat earth thing. Uh anything you guys want to hear us talk about, put it, put yeah. it out on social media and we'll be happy to explore it, you know?
1: Yeah, that flat earth episode was a fun one to record. It was a little different than our kind of just, you know, <laughs> back and forth bullshitting that we do. But, uh, yeah. But it was fun to kind of dive into something a little more heavy. And, yeah. Yeah. I thought we both kind of, you know, I know we don't believe in the flat earth theory, but you seem to carry it pretty well. I was, you were having me question whether you were a, a flat earther or not. What you mean, we pale face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we, uh, we uh we did the Flat Earth, and then we recorded a holiday one, so that one's going to be coming out pretty soon here. Yeah. Maybe, we'll, yeah, maybe we'll even get into doing another holiday one and get more in-depth presents and toys and collecting and stuff. We were going to talk about that. I think we mentioned it last time. But yeah, there's a few topics that have come out that are kind of timely that I thought we could uh, cover. One of them specifically, because it just kind of hit the news this past week, we just talked about it on the Flat Earth episode, but my man Neil deGrasse Tyson – don't do
0: it. Don't do it.
1: Oh. Yes, he's he's in trouble for uh, rape allegations and sexual misconduct and stuff. And uh, I don't know, uh, Henry, I think you said you haven't heard a whole lot about it or researched it. So what is it that you have heard about it? Can you kind of let us know where you, you are with it? This is what I've heard about it, man. This is
0: what happens when you don't believe in God. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, to <dude>, I'm just <laughs> Uh so <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, man. No, that's terrible guys. I, I'm sorry that was a, a joke in poor taste. Um <laughs> um you know that I I saw some of the headlines and you know I was honestly as crazy as this sounds man in in today's day and age I wasn't I, I wasn't super surprised but um I I was really disappointed this time, you know what I mean? Um, I really like Neil deGrasse Tyson, not that I know him personally, but you know I like what he brings to the table from an entertainment and from a scientific point of view. Yeah, I, I think he crosses those thresholds really well. And so I, I tried to stay away from it until maybe some of it f- flushed out a little bit more. But I did read one uh, one of the the stories from one of his accusers and uh you know they were at some event and they were talking having a good time and and he uh he looked at her tattoo she had a tattoo of the solar system and it didn't have pluto on it, it i guess it was on her arm or something and um and he was just kind of you know talking about her tattoo and and appreciating it and then he he made a, a kind of poor taste joke about you know Finding where Pluto is and kind of gestured up to, you know, I think if I remember correctly, like toward her breast
1: area or something like that. Um, and, really, and that's I, I would that's have imagined other- from a comedic perspective. It seems like instead of going up towards her breasts, if he's talking about the planets, he would have probably gone down south towards her butt and made a Uranus joke. <laughs> but, but maybe Kate. that's just because he's a scientist and not really a comedian. But
0: Uranus was on the
1: tattoo game. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to edit that out. No. <laughs> no, uh, I haven't like, read the articles in, in full length and depth. What I have read, though, which I find very interesting without even reading the full articles on it, is his response. I've read his response. And I'm very interested because I want to read this to you. And uh, this is from him, what he's posted, what his actual response is. And I just want to get your take on it, if you feel the same way I do about it. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about it, but I'm just curious. Sure, sure. I do feel, before I get into that, I do want to say, I really, I share your feelings about it. Like, I kind of, I grew up watching Mr. Wizard on Nickelodeon uh, in school, Bill Nye, a little bit. And then we talked about him in the Flat Earth thing. But uh, there seems to always kind of be the scientific man who's who's an icon to the for the scientific community, you know, and kind of Sure. is a figurehead for that. Um Stephen Hawking, you know, was another one. Yeah. But to have this guy who I thought was a really likable television personality and did a great job with his presentation and the quality of his shows. Absolutely. And did not come across like any type of political tool. He came across like someone who really loved science and wanted to educate the public about it. It just sucks that someone like that has these allegations against him now. Because whether he's innocent or not of this stuff, it's gonna, it kind of sticks. You know what I mean? Like, right. Once this, once this can of worms is opened, people, it's very divisive, and people don't look at you the same way. And it, and whether whether you mean to or not, or whether you want to or not, you still kind of form an opinion and a bias about them. Sure, you know, it's not something that just goes away. But just uh, kind of buzzing through this article here. I guess there were two main allegations. Um, One that he made the woman feel uncomfortable, and I think that's the one that you talked about, where she had a a solar system tattoo or planetary tattoo, right? And he made some inappropriate jokes or or comments, or I don't know if there's even touching involved in that. Like I thought I read something in this where like maybe he like uh, kind of went into her dress a little bit or something, like to see the
0: tattoo.
1: I don't. I'm not sure on the details of that. But this other one is that he there's a lady saying that he allegedly drugged and raped her while they were in graduate school, which is you know i mean either of these situations are wrong, but that one's much more severe because right. of the, the the consequences of that and and the implication that it has on people's lives and you know just just the dirtiness of it but uh yeah, let me just uh, buzz through this right here and just hang hang in here with me and listen to it. Then we'll, we'll chat about it afterwards. Sure. But uh, following allegations of sexual misconduct and amid an investigation by National Geographic and Fox Broadcasting Company, Cosmos host Neil deGrasse Tyson has broken his silence. While he apologized for making one woman feel uncomfortable, he denied a lingering allegation that he drugged and raped the woman while they were in graduate school together. In a lengthy post shared to Facebook on Saturday... The astrophysicist apologized for what was characterized as groping in a report on the religion blog Patheos. Is it Patheos or Patheos? I don't know how you say that. Sure, yeah. Um, During a photo op following an American Astronomical Society event in 2009, Caitlin Allers, an associate professor of physics and astronomy at Bucknell University, claimed that during an after-conference event, Tyson followed a tattoo of Pluto into her dress so see that's where where I read that. Yeah, uh, he followed a tattoo of Pluto into her dress. She also told the blog that Tyson was not someone who has great respect for female bodily autonomy. Tyson said he only just learned nine years after that she thought this behavior was creepy, and that he was deeply sorry to have made her feel that way. And he sure. added, And this is what he says. This, he added this: Had I been told of her discomfort in the moment, I would have offered the same apology eagerly and on the spot. In my mind's eye, I'm a friendly and accessible guy, but going forward, I can surely be more sensitive to people's personal space, even in the midst of my planetary enthusiasm. Which, that's reasonable. Sure. But there's, there's a few more things here that he comes out and says, and that's what I want to get to. Okay. Tyson also addressed allegations by Ashley Watson, his former assistant that she was forced to quit her job after Tyson came on to her. Watson worked for Tyson over the summer and told Pathios or Patheos, I don't know the pronunciation, that she experienced inappropriate behavior by Tyson that occurred over wine and cheese at his home after hours. Mm-hmm. So first off, just stopping there, you know, I'm not into victim blaming or anything like that, but just as I'm right. reading this, you know, uh, after hours of the event at his home, I guess she was his guest, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it leads to think that there's some type of it leads to think that there's like almost maybe some type of romantic date type of atmosphere happening here. I don't know. So that could just be the way it's written.
0: Yeah, no, I just read. I actually just read while we were while you were kind of going over the statement and everything. I just read this allegation. Um, And so basically it was during the the show Cosmos. Yeah. And and, um, uh he invited her um kind of after the 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 wrap of the show of the production uh he invited her to his apartment uh for a glass of wine um yeah. and so she went and he got some cheese out and um and she said that he was just wearing a tank top and no shoes um and she thought that was a little weird which i won't comment on that right now but um and then uh as she was about to leave, he asked her, and this gets a little weird for me. I'm not going to yeah, lie, there, but
1: there's a write-up here, and I'm going to read into that, what he actually does. Okay, so yeah, you <laughs> yeah. go
0: ahead and do that then, yeah.
1: Okay, I think I just hit the mic here. I'm sorry, let me adjust this. Here. No, 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 you're sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it it does, it makes me wonder if this was like, that he invite her over with romantic implications Or was she expecting it to be like a professional or did she feel like that she had to? Because, you know, if your boss invites you out, you kind of feel obligated to go and, you know, partake in entertainment or or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And in in, in a place of work. So there's there's several different ways to look at this, but it doesn't really describe what exactly the expectations were and are. And I wish it did. Right. Um, This just for clarification. Um, Yeah. Tyson acknowledged a meeting in which Watson addressed the evening and told him that his behavior made her uncomfortable. He specifically addressed an encounter reported by Pathios or Patheos again. I don't know that involved a native American handshake described by the glo- described by the blog as incredibly intimate. Now his response is here. I never touched her until I shook her hand upon departure. On that occasion, I had offered a special handshake One I learned from a native elder on a reservation land at the edge of the Grand Canyon. You extend your thumb forward during the handshake to feel the other person's vital spirit energy, the pulse. I've never forgotten that handshake, and I save it in appreciation of people with whom I've developed new friendships. At that last meeting in my office, I apologized profusely. She accepted the apology, and I assured her that had I known she was uncomfortable, I would have apologized on the spot ended the evening, and possibly reminded her of the other social gathering that she could attend. She, nonetheless, declared it her last day, with only a few days left of the production. Specifically speaking to this incident, and and the one I mentioned earlier that I want to see your reaction on is is coming later in this article. This isn't a super long article, but, but that sounds a little weird. I understand the handshakes and things like that, but... I don't know, like, is that is that an excuse for a creepy guy to kind of feel up on somebody? Like, what do you I mean, how does that sound to you?
0: Well, here's the thing, man. Oh, man, you're really who? Boy, hey. All right. uh, So let's just I mean, let's go into it. Uh, Well, and the reason I I do all that and and act a little funny is uh, Honestly, in in the modern political climate and you may, you and I may disagree a little bit on this. I I don't know. I don't think we've ever talked about it, but I I, I think that my, um, my opinion on this matter is going to be one that is not popular. Um, you know, man, I listen, let me start by saying when a person is sexually assaulted, it's wrong. Yeah. And they and I don't care what the situation is, they didn't ask to be sexually assaulted. You follow what I'm saying? Sure, totally. So I believe that with a hundred percent certainty.
1: But there's that dangerous but
0: there is a but here for me because we're what we're talking about, at least in this case, is not sexual assault. Yeah. Are we talking about physical advances? Yes. Are we talking about physical advances that I think are f- far worse moves than some than like a cheesy pickup line? Yeah, I, I think I think old boy needs a little help with his pickup game. Um, but for me, here's the long and the short of it. He invited her over to his apartment for a glass of wine. Now, from what I gather, there was another kind of cast party gathering going on, Mm -hmm. but he invited her to his apartment to have a glass of wine and she accepted. So I'm going to stop there just to kind of break it down from this perspective. Right. Sure. So as a man, like when I first asked my wife out, for example, um, I asked her you know if if she uh if she wanted to go get a cup of coffee, let's say right? Um, yeah yeah, if she had said no, not interested, man, I would have known that she's just not interested, you know what I mean, and i would have uh I would have tucked my tail between my legs and gone on home. you know what I mean? Sure, so to speak but sh- she didn't say no. We went and got a cup of coffee, right
1: yeah um And in this case, and did you extend your thumb and touch your vital spot like he did? I mean, because that's that's, that's really the only true way we're going to be able to compare apples to apples here.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh my
1: god, no,
0: no, I didn't. That didn't come till okay a few dates later with plenty of consent. I promise. (laughs) <laughs> That's terrible. You should edit that out too. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, no, I, but in this case, in 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 Tyson's case here, she didn't say no either. Just like my wife didn't. And so she she came over to his apartment, and they had a glass of wine. They were having conversation. I'm sure, and. He didn't
1: do anything wrong per se. Yeah, this is this is not the woman who he traced her tattoo to a dress or whatever that was, and this is not the woman that's that's uh, allegedly, you know, that that he allegedly raped. This is just its own particular incident, its own particular occurrence, or whatever you call it.
0: And, and in this and in this moment, at least, that's this is the only situation I'm talking about yeah. in regards to her. I so he yeah. he does some weird handshake, which, listen, I, I don't believe him. I think this was I think this was a pickup
1: attempt. I, I really do. That's I feel the exact same way that that he was trying to pick her up with this. I don't feel I feel like him right. saying this is a handshake reserves for new friends and stuff like just, you know how many people you meet and how many new friends you have, especially when you're a celebrity status like he has. Right. And I mean, if he was going around rubbing people's vital spirit spots with his thumbs, people would look at him like he's a freak. <laughs> yes.
0: No. Yes. I. 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 One hundred percent agree.
1: That'd be all over the like TMZ and shit. Oh you know?
0: yeah, dude. Oh yeah. But they do this weird handshake, and she goes about her business, um, and and that's where the night ends now, excuse me, the the next day, uh, he, you know, allegedly from what he, uh, from what, from what she says, he told her that she was too distracting to have as a producer. And that infuriated her. Now, this is where it gets a little bit sticky. And, and this is where the conversation can be had. I do think when you are in, um, I do think when you're in a, a place of power, we'll say, I think you have to be careful, um, especially when making advances on people that work for you. Um, it, it's just a, a sticky situation, and, and we we don't know we we don't know how to handle it right. I think as society, I, and I don't know if there is a right way to handle it. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, well, I was just going to say, and I wanted to give you space and time to, to get your thought out there. And yeah. in this particular instance, I don't feel like it, it was necessarily a line was crossed or whatever. I do feel like he made advances that were unwanted. Yes. But I feel as somebody who is head of this show and who this production is made about, you have a power. And you, you don't mix. It happens all the time, but you shouldn't do it. You don't mix. Work with pleasure. You shouldn't. I, I don't feel like you should date people you work with, especially people that work under you. I feel like it just leads to messy situations. Right. And not only that, not only a messy situation, but it there's it, it leads to an abuse of power because now if you, like I said earlier, if if your boss or somebody invites you out to drinks, you feel obliged to do so because mm-hmm. it's your boss. Now, if they're making advances on you. You know, whether they're, you know, mild, appropriate, stupid things, you know, with doing a a weird handshake type of thing or whatever, you know, I mean, you have this type of, as somebody who works for that person who's making those advances on you, you have this weird type of, if I reject him and say, no, is my job in jeopardy? Is my career in jeopardy? How does this affect my future? And As little as those instances may seem, they have large repercussions for the person who you're advancing onto, And it's not fair to put them in that spot. And they shouldn't be doing that. And he should know better than to be doing that. He shouldn't be mixing. Even if she said yes. Yeah. Like, you know, A, I don't think he should have asked her to a private wine and cheese session at his place. You know, I feel like she was probably felt obligated to go. Sure. And it just it snowballs into something much larger and i feel like as as somebody with power you should be responsible with that power and not put people in those situations
0: yeah uh, I, listen i i definitely agree but i think it's important to say while i think he made a bad call here and i and i do think that he was trying to pick her up um and i think his his wrong decision is in everything that you just said i 100% agree yeah i don't think that this has any classification whatsoever in sexual misconduct.
1: But is it a sexual harassment case being basically an employer or a figurehead of of this production that this person is working on?
0: No, it's not a sexual harassment case either. Now, he did. um, uh, He did, I think, make a mistake by um, making advances on somebody that was under him, but the minute that she said and and just like he said in in the you know in the meeting the day after the minute she said that she was very uncomfortable with the situation he apologized for it and said you know and and that was you know and that was going to be it and clearly it was and even to her own admittance it was now she quit her job because she felt uncomfortable about it and that's unfortunate um but as soon as he knew the advances were unwanted uh that was as far as we know that was it you follow what i'm saying so to me it's not even sexual harassment do i think he do i think he made a poor decision yeah for sure i absolutely do i think this belongs in any sort of sexual assault sexual harassment kind of sexual sexual misconduct kind of conversation no no i don't um not at all
1: respectfully though i gotta ask you how do you classify it as not any type of sexual harassment when uh, allegedly if this is true right that he said she'll never rise through the ranks in her career because she was too distracting on top of the physical advance as a boss like i said as someone who's a figurehead of this production and having that responsibility not only did you fuck up and make a physical advance on somebody that should have never taken place in the first place. Yeah. But you also tell them that they're never going to rise to the ranks in their career because they're too distracting. I mean, that to me is spot on sexual harassment, especially when it's, you know, to a woman or that has been put in that scenario uh, physically.
0: Um, I don't know, man. I, I disagree with that. I, I, I don't think that it, that 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 even that statement is. I don't think that that falls under the idea of sexual harassment. Um, I think again, if that's what he said, and uh, it may be by his own admittance that that he just said it. I'm I'm new to this material. You know what so, I mean? Um, yeah. But uh, if that's what he said, I think again you have you have a Michael Scott level
1: fuck up here. You know what I'm saying? Um, well what do you think he means by the word distracting when he says that? And I'm not trying to like bait you into a trap. I'm just curious because to no, me, I a that's the don't... key word in this. That's what makes that as a sexual harassment case to me.
0: Yeah, no, I don't feel I don't feel baited um at all. I think that that word can be very heavy. Um and I especially in this context um and I think that it could have meant more than we have the information to, um, to kind of flush out, you know what I mean? So for instance, if, uh, and again, my initial statement talking about this stands, right. But, um, if she was the kind of employee that, was kind of very flirty on purpose, you know what i mean um if she if she knew that she could use that flirtiness to kind of um get ahead, so to speak, then he could have meant that just that you know what i mean you're you're an attractive young lady on top of it you're you're flirty in a manipulative
1: way um, sure, and, and and it's all very distracting. But I got to say, like, in that statement that you make, though, there's a lot of assumption about her. We don't know if she's acted like that. Yeah, no, no, no. There's nothing in the article that said that. But what we do know is that he made a physical advance on her, whether you want to consider that sexual or not, or just, you know, just stupidity. But he made a physical advance. Sure. And then he also was the figurehead of the production. Yes. And in terms kind of like her boss, the one with the power. Right. And put her in that position. I mean, I'm looking at things that he did, not things that she may or may not have done that we don't even have answers to.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying uh, uh, my my only point in that sure. was to say um, it, it was to say that we don't entirely know what he meant in the moment by that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I get that. I understand. That. We don't entirely know. Now, he could have meant what we're all taking it to mean and that. She's just a very attractive woman with uh, with a lot of sexual appeal, and it's um, and it's difficult to work around somebody like that because uh, you know they're
1: distracting. He could have meant it that way, you know what I mean? Um, but but at, what, at the same time, that I don't. I mean, if you're if you're comparing, saying that you know she has sex appeal and it's difficult to work with her because of that, that's not anything on her. That's to do with this guy. That's to do with him and his interpretation of something. Sure. I mean, I, I feel almost like, you know, I'm not trying to like throw out terms and, you know, buzzwords and stuff, but that is like a little bit of a, a victim blaming type of thing here. No, 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 it no, It comes no. across like that, at least. No, so, I mean, that, I just want to call that out a little bit because I don't no, think you, you mean that. But
0: that's Well, I, I do mean what I said, but I don't think that that's I don't think that that constitutes victim blaming at all. Um, there are people that are very attractive. And we know that there is some kind of standard for beauty because the very typical, there's a very typical kind of beauty that, um, that sells, we'll say.
1: Sure, it, um, there's like a stereotypical, you know, the, the sex sells advertising right. industry type of thing. Yeah, I, I know what you're, what you're right
0: for sure. So, like, we know that there is a form, both masculine and feminine, if you will. That humans are attracted to and it's all really and truly, uh, it's all very evolutionary in my, in my opinion. Um, Yeah. So it's not her fault that she might be attractive. And I think that it's wrong to tell somebody Hey, because you are an attractive woman, because you take care of yourself because uh, you know, you're you're in shape or you know, and, and you're you have uh, a symmetrical face, you know, what all, all these things are kind of well, all these things kind of play into, into what yeah. we see as attractive, you know. Like
1: no, I'm just um, imagining that his next come on after 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 touching her her vital spirit spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Oh, you're so symmetrical. <laughs> your,
0: your face is symmetrical. Um no i mean um i don't think that it's wrong to acknowledge that um people attractive people can be distracting i don't think that that's wrong to acknowledge that but i think that that is on the individual to uh, like in this case uh neil degrasse tyson i think it's on the individual if they're distracted by it, that's
1: on them. You follow what I'm saying? Like, Well, yeah. I mean, I, that's totally how I feel. And, you know, I just – I don't want us like uh, – I mean, you're welcome to your opinions. And, you know, we, yeah. we can discuss and debate. You know, that's not going to change our friendship or, or how we look. But I just want to make sure that if something's coming across a certain way, I'm letting you know. Yeah. And you have a chance to clarify or a chance to – explain more uh, about sure. what you mean by that. Yeah, so it doesn't no, come across the wrong way to listen or anything.
0: Yeah, no, but, no, I appreciate it. I just don't think that it's, I don't think that it's wrong to acknowledge that attractive people can be distracting. I don't think that that's,
1: I, I think that that, I think that it's just a fact. I think there are attractive people. Sure. I mean, look at us. <laughs> no, right. I'm just joking. No, but uh, uh, there are attractive people out there. Yeah. But it's, It's it's not on them to be unattractive so that they can fit in an environment better. You can be attractive and be sexy and still go to work and be treated as a professional. I mean, just if you have that sex appeal and you have that something about you, whether you're male or female, that's you, that's your character, and that's how you carry yourself, and it's professional and it doesn't cross any lines, and more power to you. But I I, I agree. The people that are being distracted, to me, are the guys that or girls that are yeah. known as being the creeps. I mean Ooh. I mean you have but certain but see, cultures that they like cover up women because they you know and, and this isn't to get into like a cultural or a religious thing. <laughs> no, but you, yeah. you do have cultures that sure. cover up women because and I'm not saying anything bad about it, that's that's this is their thing, and that's for another topic, another discussion, uh. but because you know it affects the the male or the patriarchal. Aspect of life in those places, and sure. to me, that's that's not on the woman. That's on the person who 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 has control of their actions and who is going to allow themselves to be distracted and objectify somebody or treat right. them as a human being and respect them as a human being and their and their professional role, whatever that is. And that's like to me, that that goes global. I mean, you just respect people as individuals, male or female, attractive or not.
0: Right. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't disagree. Um, With most of that, actually. Um, uh, And and I do think that it was on uh, Tyson to under to acknowledge in his mind, okay, like this is a this is an attractive woman, but that thought process has to kind of stay inside and we have to be professional you know what i mean um and and to pretend i feel like that that thought process just shouldn't exist is just wildly absurd and and i think it's i think it's borderline sexist in a way because let's just say that the man wasn't famous i'm not talking about neil degrasse tyson here um sure let's just say we worked in an office space right and jason momoa walked in and he wasn't a celebrity right Mm -hmm. tall dark extremely good looking you know, completely ripped, but every woman in that office would be drooling over this man. And we wouldn't use terms like creepy. You know what I mean? Like they would be, they would be all over this dude. And I guarantee that if he walked into a professional workspace and he had a boss who was a female, and she asked him to come back to her apartment and have a glass of wine, and she made advances on him. Even an advance as weird um, as some fucking pulse-feeling handshake, we wouldn't be using the terms creepy. And I don't even think we would be having this discussion, which is very interesting.
1: No, because- actually, I think I think... We would. And I think you're right. I think, you know, I, I was looking at memes today online and there's, you know, people I know on my own Facebook that are posting Jason Momoa memes of him with a shirt off saying, we're going to go see uh, Aquaman when it comes out and stuff. Yep. And, and, and I get it, you know, but there's a difference. Like if you're talking about him strictly just walking in a place and people drooling over him, that's a different scenario than someone in a th- in a position of power making – whether it's Neil deGrasse Tyson making this, this woman feel obliged to go to his place and do this, or a woman who's a boss of Jason Momoa making him feel obliged. And I think there would be people saying it's creepy. And and I would be saying it's creepy, you know, because uh, not that I've been in these scenarios or anything, but I've been in professional scenarios where there are things that have happened where men and women uh, in, in different scenarios have been the person that is the offender or crossing the line professionally, uh, whether it's sexual or not. And women have been held accountable uh, as the men have in the scenarios that, that I know of. I think sexual harassment should be looked at as a thing across the board, not uh, sexual harassment as male to female or sexual harassment as female to male, which one's less severe and which one's more acceptable. I, I, mean, I mean, to me, I want to have the discussion of, is are the advances wanted by the person or are they not wanted and if they're not wanted does it cross the line but before it even gets to that i think you got to look at should that person in power male or female even be putting their employees in that position sure and if they are then they need to get the fuck out of there because they're not somebody who i think is good leadership material
0: yeah i listen now again we 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 both agree that from the from the boss perspective he fucked it up, dude. That's just not something that you do. Um that's a that's actually a pretty strict rule, you know, I I've talked on the, the podcast just briefly about, yeah. you know, my my time spent in the military, but um you know, that's in the Marine Corps at least, that's a chargeable offense for um for a a, a person of a higher rank to date for example a person of a lower rank it's a it's a chargeable offense you could use your, lose your rank you could lose your career over it you know what i yeah, mean yeah. so um i mean that that has been something that's been kind of ingrained in me you know what i mean um sure um because you know the, the marine the marine corps is very big about leadership and and proper leadership and and those things um now uh so i i i totally get that 100 percent. and my point in bringing up jason momoa was to say um it's because has got a man
1: crush on him i know
0: oh my <laughs> dude i would make love to that man right now first of all, all right. um but uh <laughs> um
1: you heard it uh, hear first folks yeah
0: yeah man what's up dude um give me a call I'll, I'll feel your pulse while i shake your hand um, <laughs> <laughs> um no um no my my point of bringing him up was to say he's like i, I think he was a perfect example for me to using a male to say attractive people are distracting and it's up to it's up to those of us who are attracted to attracted people to um to manage our, our actions in those cases. It's not Jason Momoa's fault that he's so damn good
1: looking. Um, you know well, what I, I mean? Think, I think you're hitting the nail on the head as far as it's up to the people who are being distracted to own up to their actions. Yes. I mean, that's, I think what the basis of all this harassment and stuff is, is for the people who are finding themselves overpowered by Horniness, so to speak, (laughs) sure, to to, to own up to it and be responsible adults and not not give to that stuff and treat people with respect and with professionalism, you know?
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree. But it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation because, um, like you kind of said, were the were the advances wanted? Well, let's put them just kind of for the sake of argument. Let's put them on an even playing field. Um, well, he doesn't know if they're wanted until he tries. And if he tries and she kind of consents on a a little step, like coming to his apartment for a glass of wine, well, then he kind of tries further to see if they're on the same page or not. And one of the things that I think is interesting, um, I I think people – and this isn't. Uh, not, don't come at me with victim blaming again, because uh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to do that. But I, it's, you're a good I guy.
1: Th- I know you're not doing that, and I don't want it to come across like that. That's the only reason I've done <laughs> that before.
0: Yeah. No. 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 I appreciate it, man. I, I yeah. really do. I love you, man. But, um, no. I, I think that people have an issue, and it's a lot of people. It's not like um a, a minority. You know what I mean? A lot of people have problems expressing themselves or or just telling the truth in uncomfortable situations sure um and i'm not that kind of person so if i'm in that situation it's very for me it's just black and white like oh hey man i see what's going on here listen i need you to understand that this is not one of those kind of things you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah i will say i mean you made the comment that I had said, are these advances even wanted? And then he said, well, does he even know that they're not wanted until he tries? Right. But I think the bigger question. Yeah, sure. And, and you're right. But when you look at the bigger picture, I think the bigger question and the more the, the more appropriate question is. Are the advances appropriate? Whether 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 yeah. she wants them or he wants them or not. They shouldn't be being advanced on in the first place by a person above them, and I think we both agree on that.
0: Yeah, that's why I said if you put yeah. them on an even playing field. But I think I think
1: that there was no wrongdoing at all, actually. But wanted and appropriate are two different concepts. and, yeah. and where someone may like the you know being the the object of affection for somebody and and wants that. No matter if they want it or not, the person making that advance, if they're in a position of in a power, is it appropriate for them to be doing so? Mm-hmm. And the people that cross that line and, and don't give regard to that thought, those are the people that have problems. Yeah, and put, I, put people I agree. In, in horrible sexual situations or harassment situations. But yeah, um, I, I
0: totally uh, yeah. I mean, yes. again, I'm, we're without beating a dead horse. We're we're yeah. definitely on the same page as far as the sure. the boss employee thing goes. Yeah, I mean, we. we
1: I don't want to talk that one instance to death because there's still a little bit to go here. Yeah, yeah. Let's but let's yeah. Let's let's continue on there.
0: I'd like to explore the the Pluto incident before we go on to like the real and not to. Not to quantify, but the real serious
1: allegation, the one that actually includes rape. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, let me read this one little paragraph here, and then yep. we can jump into what you know about the Pluto, because I don't have a whole lot about the Pluto incident here. Sure, sure. But uh, then it says, uh, after she left with only, let's see, his I think his final thought on that, or his final statement was, she nonetheless declared it her last day with only a few days left of production. Okay, and then it goes back into the editorial piece, which says, Tyson wrote that Watson's final gesture to me was the offer of a hug, which I accepted as a parting friend. He did not address a claim by Patheos or Patheos. Again, I don't fucking know Mm -hmm. that Tyson told Watson during the meeting that she would never rise through the ranks in her career because she was too distracting. So he never even responded to that. Tyson never even acknowledged that she had said that he had made that statement to her. I guess I should say. Is that how I word it? (laughs) which statement was it again i'm sorry so tyson never acknowledged in his response to all this from her yeah that she said that he told her that she would never rise to the ranks in her career because she was too distracting right so he just ignored that that didn't even happen he just he ghosted on that and was out (laughs) right all right so that's about that one incident so you wanted to talk a little more about the pluto thing before i get into this other incident the the rape allegation
0: yeah you know before i go on i want to read this one quote from this particular uh miss watson um i can't find her first name here but the the one that this story is about here um when kind of when she's talking about the um the handshake thing she says um, she says i thought to myself you're supposed to be very smart why can't you pick up that i don't want to touch you right now um and i think man and again i'm like i i know i'm toeing the line here so i, I hope you guys you know listening out there can forgive me
1: um just own it man stop asking for forgiveness yeah no Put but like <laughs>
0: i'm i'm just reading that going Well, first of all, like it's not an unknown thing that a lot of times people with above average intelligence, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, don't have the best people skills. They have problems a lot of times picking up on social cues. Sure. That's not an uncommon thing. But what bothers me so much is that. She thought this to herself, she said. You're supposed to be very smart. Why can't you pick up that I don't want to touch you right now? Yeah. For me, I think this kind of shows us two avenues of everything that we're talking about. For me, if she says in that moment, Neil, I, I respect you, but I don't want to do this. I, I don't want to touch you. I'm kind of uncomfortable he says, I'm sorry. And maybe they go about their business, but again, what changes this and why maybe she's uncomfortable to say that is because he's her boss and she's thinking about her job. There's a lot of things going on in her mind. And, and again, to me, that one statement just kind of in my mind wraps up like the complexity of that moment and why you don't do these things as a boss and why you should feel more comfortable being forthright. If you're in
1: these uncomfortable situations, you know what I mean? Sure. And I'm not wanting to like point fingers at her or point fingers at him. No, anything. no, no. But I, I do feel like, as looking at him as someone who is the boss in this scenario, he should know better. And he shouldn't be yes. putting her in that position. But unfortunately, it already happened. Right. But, but once that person puts someone else in the position to feel obligated, we can't really blame them for their reactions. Because... They're thinking on their feet. They're trying to figure. They're scrambling in a lot of time, in a lot of ways, right. and a lot of times, trying to figure out how to get out of it. And it's really a difficult sea to navigate when you're talking about your career and your your um, your relationships that you build with people and, and networking with uh, individuals who you, you've built your career about and with right to be able to get out of that unscathed. So I, I think, and I'm not saying this is horrible that he made an advancement, you know, and again, I think we're maybe beating it at horse, but I don't think he should have put her in that position. And I think that's no, on not him, but I don't think Absolutely. his actions in that were necessarily horrible either. I think he no. made a mistake and she went on her way and there was no dire physical consequence of things. But I do feel like what she does have claim to is... Somewhat is a harassment because she was put in that scenario by him. And then, yeah. you know, like I said, this that he f- thought she was too distracting and she'll never rise through the ranks and stuff. I just I think that that's not something you say to somebody when you're in a position of power. Period. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, I I agree. Well, I yeah. well I, I don't agree that harassment is a word that I would use for this. I do think it, and and she said that she quit and she told the other producer why she was quitting and yeah. was at, and was asked if she wanted to kind of file a complaint and at the time she didn't want to cause a big fuss. And yeah. I actually I actually kind of understand that. Um, yeah, I do too. But I do think that when she told the producer the other producer i'm going to put a little bit of i'm going to put a little bit of heat on on him or her as well i don't i don't um sure uh i i don't know if it was a man or a woman um it says he asked so i'm i'm guessing it was a male um i think in that moment he should have and and i don't know what
1: happened we don't know But there's a lot of variables we don't know in this whole situation. So we're only reacting to what we're reading in the press. And yeah, that's not to his defense or to her defense. It's just to, to put in perspective what our views are on this.
0: Right. So for me, even though she was quitting, she was quitting because it's just as a fact, dude, while I don't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily call this harassment he did create a work environment that is just hard to work into. You can call it hostile work environment. Yes. Yeah. That, that would be like the the right way to say it. But it's uncomfortable to come to work every day now, man. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: I agree with you and, 100%. She's got to look at that guy that she, you know, is this question whether he's going to advance again or, right. you know, is, is he what his expectations are. You know, if he's told right. her that she's too distracting and never going to rise and how is she going to rise? I mean, it just leads into a whole – yes a whole can of worms. Yes. And I think that that producer should have offered her a severance package, even
0: though she was quitting.
1: Um, my, I guess he couldn't. I was my my initial reaction is, well, why not offer Tyson the severance package if he's the one putting people in that position, but you it can't do it, that because he's the star of the show. Yep, I mean, yeah. 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 And that's, that's
0: where it gets sticky. So yeah. if this was another person in the workspace that was on the same level, I don't have any problem with anything that happens. And I don't think that has to lead to an uncomfortable workspace either. You know what I mean? Like we ask people out, they say, no, we go about our business and it doesn't have to be weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But, uh, but because again, the boss situation, I think that she should have been offered a severance package because she felt like she had to quit and I don't necessarily disagree with her. Well, do we know for a fact that she wasn't or I mean, no. And that's what I said. I don't know if she was or wasn't. If she if she wasn't, I think that I think that she was done dirty in that case because did tell she did say why she was quitting.
1: Yeah, I feel like she was definitely the one that was kind of wrong to that scenario, whether it was to the degree of like, you know, the Bill Cosby shit that was going on or whether it was just an unwanted advance. I mean, she was whatever the scale is. She was still the one that was wrong with that scenario. Yes. Okay. Uh, Do you want to jump? jump Let's go. Let's
0: go search for Pluto, man.
1: All right. What do you, what do you have to say about that?
0: So there is an aspect of this entire conversation, which I'm going to wait kind of till the very end, I think to, to bring up when it comes to this, if we're looking at this as a, as a isolated incident, right? Sure. And it's not any other allegation that you know like this basically i honestly look at this and say again this guy makes a, a a poor a joke in poor taste that is being used as some kind of advancement you know what i mean um yeah, yeah. I, I i do think there's an advancement and honestly, it's you know, it's uh, it's somewhat quick witted. You know what I mean to to give him, you know, to give him some credit on that. Um, you know, he's looking at a tattoo this lady has that's a solar system. I mean, this is this guy's life. He's definitely going to nerd out on a solar system tattoo, right? Yeah. Um, when I see people with Lord of the Rings tattoos. You know, I nerd out on those for a while. You know what I mean? I, you know, and I I have conversations with complete strangers about Lord of the Rings over their tattoos and things. You know what I mean? Do
1: you ask for their path to Mordor?
0: Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Uh, okay. Good. So so many jokes. <laughs> um, and so I I think he took that as a moment to make a joke that's you know kind of funny actually, um, and to kind of make a pass at a lady by, by sure. making this kind of funny pickup line, you know I mean, what I mean? It's obvious what he's doing. I mean, it's... like right. you know, Yeah. But again, is that necessarily wrong? The woman certainly didn't say that he groped her. You follow what I'm saying? Did she work for him? No. Okay. From from my understanding, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do some fact checking as we're talking here. Yeah. From my understanding... Um, uh, it was uh, it was like kind of like a meeting it, it, it wasn't like a, a work thing you know what I mean it was just kind of like an outing
1: Yeah, I mean if it's unrelated to work I, I don't know what the extent of where how far into her dress he went I mean he shouldn't be going at all you know I, I mean the, the depth of like how far he went I don't know where that is right that shouldn't be up to him to start doing that Um. But as far as stupid, flirty jokes and advances and things, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Other than the fact that maybe I think he's married.
0: <laughs> well, and, you know, but, honestly, uh, that that was the that was the aspect I said I was going to wait till the end to talk about. We, uh, we have. Oh, no, no, no. no you're, you're good. You're, we haven't even talked about that. Um, but I, I'm just trying to find here what what
1: the kind of the event was. Um I will say I think the I think the purpose of bringing up these past issues that it's had is to kind of show a history of behavioral patterns or whether it's poor decision making or sexually oriented advances or whatnot, because the heavy handed allegation is going to come up pretty soon here that we're going to talk about. So go ahead and and say um, what you have here.
0: Right. So um, it was in 2009. And it was it was a party after a gathering of the American Astronomical Society. So no, um, Dr. Allers, which is um, which is the the accuser here, uh, did not work for him. Uh, Then they were just kind of um, loosely associated colleagues, I think, is the best way to put it. And from anything I can find, it's not like he groped her. He followed the tattoo up to where her dress went and kind of like, you know, tugged at the dress a little bit and, and made a thing about finding Pluto. Um, you know, he, he's flirting man. And yeah. he, he clearly didn't
1: in my mind, cross the line there. Well, here's here's the question too. Are these, are these, um, instances, these past instances, um, are they being dug up by the media, or or are the women these happen to coming out and and telling their stories and and you know what I mean? Like, are they yeah. coming out against Tyson, or is this just things that are dug up by the media that they're drumming up and making more production about because of the rape allegation? Um, that's so what I'm not clear on.
0: So if I, I'm not honestly, I, nothing that I'm finding is very clear on that either. Um. If if, from my understanding, I think that um, Miss Watson was kind of dug up. Yeah. And then because she was dug up, uh, they told the story because she didn't hide the fact that this happened. She told, you know, uh, she told her other boss this as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So this this was actually out there. There's not really a way for him to refute that this happened and i mean he's not so uh yeah you know um but i do think in dr aller's uh accusation here about pluto i do think that she just came forward
1: okay all right um do you mind if i go ahead and read on a little bit more no no, please 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 okay this is where it gets really heavy this is where like a lot of the damage is uh about him in this instance so it says right here, the writer of the Patheos Report or Patheos Report, David McAfee or McAfee, I don't know. I'm, I'm horrible with pronunciations. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck to read, I guess. But um, but it is interesting, though. I will just say the writer of the Patheos Report has repeatedly surfaced an allegation made by Chia Amet, But we were mentioning the Patheos or Patheos Report earlier. So I wonder if they are digging up some of this stuff. I don't know. Sure. Um, but anyway... That's totally assumption. I mean, that's, I don't know. Um, But the writer of the report has repeatedly surfaced an allegation made by Chia Amet. I think that's how you say her name. In a 2014 blog post that Tyson drugged and raped her. Amet alleges the rape happened in 1984 when she and Tyson were in grad school together at the University of Texas in Austin. In an interview published in November, Amet reportedly told the site, that following the incident, she dropped out of the program, suffered from PTSD, and sought therapy repeatedly. And that's were her words. Tyson wrote that he had a brief relationship with Amet. He's not denying the fact that they had a relationship. I mean, sure, I'm sure he's denying the fact that he raped her. Sure. But Tyson wrote that he had a brief relationship with Amet, and that he remembered being intimate only a few times, all at her apartment, but the chemistry wasn't there. Tyson said he ran into her a few years later, at which time he learned that she had dropped out of her graduate program. Pathios, Pathios, whatever, reported that Amet changed her name from Stacey Hambrick, which appears to be corroborated by Tyson, who wrote that he did not recognize her name when Amet accused him of rape in 2014. In his post, Tyson denied the rape allegation, writing, Now this is where I'm curious what your take is. Sure. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to let you take the ball and run with what your thoughts are on what he has to say. According to her blog posts, this is Tyson. This is his response. According to her blog posts, the drug and rape allegation comes from an assumption of what happened to her during a night that she cannot remember. It is as though a false memory had been implanted, which, because it never actually happened, had to be remembered as an evening she doesn't remember. Nor does she remember waking up the next morning and going to the office. I kept a record of everything she posted in case her stories morphed over time. So this is sad, which for me, defies explanation. Interesting. Is that the whole... That is what is pulled from his quote here. So I'm sure I'm very curious to hear what your take on that is. So
0: I'm going to start by saying there is a a separation that I think in our modern political climate we we have a difficult time separating because maybe it's maybe it's painful, maybe it's uncomfortable, I don't know, but um there's a separation between whether or not I believe Somebody and whether or not I can do something about it. And for me, when you have these rape allegations that surface after 30 plus years, I would never go into that situation and with my first thought being, well, she's clearly lying. You know what I mean? She's trying to get her 15 minutes of fame or whatever. I would never do that. But I also think that it's wrong to destroy a man's credibility or a woman's credibility, depending on who's being accused um, to destroy someone's credibility um, and life Based off of, um, based off of an, of an accusation that can't be proven anymore, and that's that's really hard, and 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 I know that it's really hard. Um, I don't know what happened with um, uh, with with in, in this case, but I think that in this case, Dr. Tyson has a point. Um, by her own admission, she doesn't remember the night. And listen, I'm not judging anyone. We 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 all know what college looks like sometimes. Um, and I'm not gonna pull a, a Brett Kavanaugh here and and try to pretend that. You You're not know, gonna pull out the Kavanaugh calendar? We're not we're not pulling out the Kavanaugh calendar. I'm not gonna pretend that we're not getting like. You know, blackout drunk. Here, I mean that happens. You know what I mean. And if a sober Neil Tyson uh, has sex with a blackout drunk girlfriend, well, he committed rape. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no way. There's no way to prove it.
1: Well, let me and say. I, let me just interject. I don't know what, if it says anything about her being drunk i don't know i don't i don't recall reading anything from this article like that or any type of mind-altering substances coming into into play here so
0: so there's not i'm making the assumption based
1: off of what
0: what both of them said is that she couldn't remember the night in question sure follow what i'm saying um sure for for me and this is you know right or wrong but for me, when you're talking about a college student not being able to remember a night, the first place my mind goes is drinking. And that's not a judgment, dude. You know what I mean? I have plenty of nights
1: I can't remember. You well, know what I'm we, saying? We've been there. We've drunk. Yeah, not, not, we haven't. OK, let me clarify that. <laughs> we we haven't been where Neil deGrasse Tyson has been. Ooh, we know that we've drunk to the point that, yeah, you have spotty memories of things that transpired and stuff, but nothing to the degree of this.
0: Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and, and I do in a minute, I, I do want to make a, a statement about that. But um, the the problem is like, again, so so for me, my, that's where my mind goes. And I think that uh, honestly, Dr. Tyson has a point here. You can't remember anything that happened, but like, so then how, like, why do you believe that you were raped if you can't remember what happened? And why do you believe that it was Dr. Tyson that did it? These are all questions that I think are important.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I can follow you up to that point. Um, uh, You know, I I think even even with the Kavanaugh stuff that was in the news recently and stuff, like I had even said to my wife or friends or whatever, like the fact of the matter is like no one is really going to know what happened that night except for him and her or, you know. The the people that were supposedly in that room, right. uh, uh, too much time has transpired, and and I, I to to be able to go to forensic evidence and prove anything, sure, you know, we got a shadow of a doubt. So I I understand that, and that is not uh, indicative of my take on anything in that case. I mean, I'm not commenting on that at all. I'm not commenting on whether this happened or didn't happen. I'm just right. commenting on what's being presented by the information. Um, but I'm I'm with you up until the point of yeah, all this time has transpired. How on earth is anything going to be proved? I, I get that he's saying, you know, it must be a false memory, but it almost came across to me um, accusatory. I guess that's how you say it. Uh, it. It came across to me almost as an accusation against her that, oh, well, she's just crazy. Almost, you know, and that that's yeah. generalizing. This is very, that's very yeah. general. But, but it, it does come across like, Oh, this this is manufactured and she doesn't know what she's talking about, which kind of like when I first read that irked me a little bit. Like, you know, three paragraphs up, I've read where you're putting basically an employee uh, in a position where you're making physical advances on her. you don't display the best uh, sound judgment in these scenarios. (laughs) So then um, then let me just say at the very end is when I can it completely loses me. Because he goes, I kept a record of everything she posted in case her stories morphed over time. So to me, that says he's looking in hindsight, knowing something is not quite right. Why else are you going to keep a record of things, everything she posted in case they morphed over time? Now, It could be I'm not realizing what this point in time is where he starts keeping, whether it was long ago or whether it was after this accusation was made. Mm -hmm. And that could clarify my view on this if I knew. But people don't just go, you know, kind of stalk posts and keep records of things thinking they might morph over time unless they do something wrong. And, you know. Unless they have a guilty conscience about something. And that that's that's what struck me. Now I could be mm-hmm. completely wrong in that by assuming that this that like maybe he's been doing this for longer than what she's accused him of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Uh do you happen to know like if like what's what's your take on that line there? So um
0: I think it's important to say, I don't really know anything other than what's been presented in the media. Right. Yeah. But I actually a hundred percent disagree with everything that you just said. Really? I do. Um, so you, I, I feel like you and I should never, ever come across as accusatory towards somebody coming up with a, with a rape allegation, um, against somebody. However, if somebody came with a false rape a- accusation against me, sure. Everything I say, I'm going to sound like an asshole because I'm pissed because you're accusing me of something I didn't do.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and I, every, like I can, and in that case, I can be as accusatory as I want to be because you're trying to destroy my life based off of something false. Now we don't know if this is false or not. It's very important to say I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm inclined to. Uh, to just kind of stay out of it, because I believe that this woman went through something traumatic i don 't know what that looks like entirely. You know what I mean, and yeah. so i can't make a real judgment call on that, so I would never come across as accusatory towards towards her. You follow what I'm saying, yeah, but if I was the one being blamed, I would you know or being accused, I would for sure sure um and when it comes to the record keeping excuse me from my understanding from what we 've read here, she Made the initial accusation about rape in a blog in two thousand eight. Okay. If I was in Dr. Well, I
1: met accused him of rape in twenty fourteen. So maybe we have our dates mixed up there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe it was twenty fourteen. Whenever the initial blog post was was. Yeah, I put think out. that's when it
1: was. Yeah. Okay,
0: twenty fourteen. So if I'm in Dr. Tyson's position and somebody comes to me and says hey dude, there's this blog out there and this lady is accusing you of drugging and raping her like back in the day. Whether I did anything wrong or not, I'm going to start keeping tabs on everything this woman says. And I, I can see the perspective of thinking like, oh, I gotta keep records so that I can discredit her just in case you know this ever pops up because I'm guilty. But on the flip side, I would be doing just like and and you and I were friends, um, you know, back in the day when I when I went through uh, through the ending of a a really bad relationship as well. And some really nasty things were thrown out um, to to the police, to like crazy things that just weren't true. And I had to keep records of literally everything. Yeah everything to to prove that i was innocent um and so and, and including things that um that she said and and things that she accused me of you, you know what i mean because yeah. that's all that i could do to prove that i was innocent was to show that you know her story's not consistent because it becomes he said she said and unfortunately a lot of times in those situations um you know uh, the men lose um and i'm not making a value judgment on that it just is what it is And um, and so I don't look at that at all and say, well, to me, that shows that he had something to hide. To me, it shows a a man who's super intelligent, who understands that somebody is throwing an accusation out there and he needs to keep tabs on it to protect himself.
1: Yeah. Well, let me clarify what how I was reading that at first. And I might be wrong in reading that this way was that he was keeping tabs on it before yeah. Accusations like just on her, like for some reason, maybe that got yeah. twisted in my mind a little bit when I was reading that. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. You see what I'm me, saying?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. And and in that case, I would say, yeah. I mean, if he's just keeping records of her since graduate school or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. then yeah, I would say, okay, there's something very, very weird about that. Right. Yeah. Um, but if this
1: was brought to his attention in 2014, like, and then he's he even tabs on what's being said. I mean, I'd be keeping tabs on what's being said about me if something was said like that. Right, I mean,
0: and that's the way I took yeah. it.
1: Yeah, okay. So I, I think depending on the way we look at that, it, it comes across creepy or not. It just depends on right. where that point in time is, as of when when record keeping started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For yeah.
0: sure. Um, but I, I, I think, dude, in in all of this, um, you know, and I don't think that he was married yet in graduate school. No. Um, not but in the sense. but in these I other can... circumstances, I believe that he was married. Um, he has children that are old enough to make me believe that he was at least in a committed relationship, uh, if not married during the time of these other accusations. Yeah. Um, and dude, that's I'm not a perfect husband, man. I, I, I try to do the best I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. But infidelity is something that I do take extremely serious. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and to me, and I'm not judging their relationship. Maybe they have an open relationship. I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, that's the uh, thing.
1: People, I mean, people have all types of different types of relationships and who are we to make right. comments on on what their setup is? I don't, I don't know what it is.
0: Right. Um, now he did he, uh, this is a quote from him. He said, Accusations can damage a reputation and a marriage, uh, sometimes irreversibly. I see myself as a loving husband and as a public servant. Um, that to me, that line right there is enough for me to assume that he's not in some kind of open marriage, that he is in a, a committed, um,
1: monogamous you know, relationship
0: Monogamous relationship. yeah and if that's the case man um i think you're i, I dude I, I i think you're you're really fucking up here you know what i mean if you don't want to be married then don't be married
1: yeah you know what i mean like but don't yeah to me once you're in a a, a marriage and you take a relationship to that level um kinks and uh bumps in the road and things like that along that path have kind of been worked out and discussed. And I know not every single thing because no marriage is perfect. Right. But, but but at that point you do everything in your power to stay together, to be a committed couple. And especially if you have children, like if you're you know cheating, you're cheating on your entire family. You're not yes. just cheating on, on your spouse. You yeah. know what I mean? And I uh Yeah. And you know if if you're not in a marriage and things like that happen, it's a little more situational because I guess obviously that step hasn't been taken to that degree of seriousness yet. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's okay. Right. Maybe we've all, you know, made mistakes here or there, you know, growing up and figuring things out. But once once you take things to that level and you're legally commit yourself and bond yourself in a marriage to somebody. Sure. And not just that, but from a character perspective and tell this person and every day that you spend with them, that you're going to be there for them. You don't go fuck around like that, you know?
0: Right. And, and to me, what, what makes his actions worse here from that perspective um, is that we're not talking about like a situation where, um, you know, one of these, one of these flash pot situations where, you know, things just get out of hand and, you know, you don't even think right. And then before you know it, you're waking up in someone else's bed. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then you're regretting it, trying to figure out how you're going to make things right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and let me just be clear, that's not coming from a place of experience. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I do, I, I have known guys that have been unfaithful in their relationships a, a single time. Um And it ruined them, yeah uh, and and they spent years doing everything they could um to be better husbands, you know so and and I say that to say, for those guys, I wouldn't use the term dirt bag, you know what I mean sure yeah. they, they made a mistake and they've they've done everything they could to make it better um and sometimes you can't, but in this case, what these stories kind of paint a picture of. For me, is a guy that doesn't respect his marriage yeah. and, and consistently is disrespecting his marriage, and I think that's an issue
1: yeah, I think of course, there are instances where someone makes a mistake, and they try to rectify that mistake, you know, whether it's it's at that level of marriage or not. Right. Um, but uh but the fact that it's a mistake or one time thing in their life that they you know move on from and grow from. And be become a better person down the road, uh, versus somebody that tries to pull a wool over on somebody's eyes and have these repeated instances, uh, uh, whether it's affairs or, or you know physical sexual instances um, that are just repeated. Uh, it, you just yeah. you can't continually run over somebody because not only do you ruin their character you ruin your character as well. It gets weaker and weaker and weaker as you do that in my eyes. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. I just, you know, I guess you, you and I, we have very similar perspectives on that because I mean, both of us are in, you know, good and healthy relationships and, um, yeah. And, and we've, we certainly, um, we, we certainly fought, for those relationships. It's, it's not like we just married our high school sweethearts and, and yeah. never if never have faced adversity in relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, it, it, to me, it's just so foreign to live that kind of life where you, you know, you're just constantly looking for the next way to cheat on your spouse.
1: That's just so, so yeah. weird to me. But um, I mean, at the same time, I mean, we don't know if, if he's doing that or not i mean we're talking getting really deep about this and i, and I like and i man, it, i but. i i do
0: I, I mean i think we have enough evidence that that is the case maybe honestly man i mean because and and i think we're we're guys and so we can see what's happening you know what i mean it's it's like trying him trying to deny that he was trying to pick up uh, Miss Watson, and and even if he's denying that, you know, the whole Pluto joke wasn't, you know, some lame attempt at a at a pickup in that moment. Uh, you know, I it just it comes across bad to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because it's clear, dude, it's clear that that's what's going on. And if he's married at that time, then to me, I think I, I to me, it's enough evidence to say, bud, like you should really focus on your marriage, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Focus on where it counts in life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Especially
0: you. since you believe that nothing comes after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, got him there. Touche. <laughs> yeah well we got pretty deep on this uh, this is almost an hour and a half podcast so.
0: holy cow
1: just on Neil deGrasse Tyson and we didn't even talk about flat earth and solar systems <laughs> uh, uh, listen now
0: if Neil deGrasse Tyson believed the earth was flat bet he wouldn't have acted this way
1: <laughs> maybe man you may have a point I don't know but uh, yeah I hope uh, everybody enjoyed the episode tonight and if you want to engage in conversation with us like I said go to com. Uh, You can link up to our social media there. You can leave comments on our podcasts there if you have the Podbean app. So, uh, yeah, engage with us however you can. You know, let us know your thoughts if you'd like. Continue the conversation. And like Henry said earlier at the beginning, let us know if there's any other topics uh, that you want us to talk about. Until next time, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps.
0: Yeah. One, two, three, four.